of Thrones, Tyrion and his friends were playing ghosts in the graveyard one night when a strange frost zombie jumped out of nowhere and tried to eat them. Jon and Daenerys showed up late because they were smooching out in the field somewhere, but oh boy, when they showed up, it was no good for the Zomboni. They took it down together like the real dynamic duo action team they are. Jon snuck up behind it and tripped it while Daenerys threw a big crate over it. Tyrion was like, woo, good thing you two showed up when you did or we would have been Zamboni fodder. Hey, maybe if Cersei sees this, we can convince her to lay aside her wicked ways to help stop them. You're one step ahead of me, Tyrion, said Daenerys with a spry little smile on her face. Then they started marching toward King's Landing with the Zamboni care package. Daenerys thinks it's a little creepy, so she decides to ride the dragon instead. Just a quick heads up, uh, the voice you're hearing talking to me in this episode is Olin. Um, I couldn't find Chris over the weekend. <laughs> His phone was gone and we, we just couldn't link up. So I like emergency like found uh, Olin to watch the episode and, and talk to me at my house. So sounds a little, a little different and it's Olin's voice. But anyway, here we are. Uh, we watched season seven, episode six of Game of Thrones. So I named this episode already called Walkie Talkie. Okay. So there's a lot of well, I mean, it starts Walkie Talkie and then it turns into like a bunch of action. Yeah. Which was cool. It was like the first episode I felt like I. I mean, like a lot of the action is fun, um, mm-hmm. but it's also like a nice break for me because I'm just like, oh, cool! I just get to like have fun and watch action instead of like thinking about who things are who who's yeah, what, who's what? <laughs> why are they here <laughs> yeah but yeah it definitely felt like um this like the camera even in the beginning of this episode when the camera's panning over this like weird broken thing i don't even know what that was it looked like part of the credits like it was um, like this it was this thing with like words written into it and it was broken and it was oh, like, oh and then it's okay. like panning over that slowly and then it cuts you, to like outside in the snow same movement yeah. it's just like really pretty like all the all the camera movements in the beginning and all the walking and stuff was like kind of nice relaxing for you yeah it was chill but it was also just really nice looking like the i, I feel like all the this was like a really high budget episode too. It was like yeah. lots of like crazy action and and like the like when There's the zombies action in there when they like when the zambonis like surround <laughs> the ice and like the frozen yeah, it's lake, like yeah. a cool that's like everything just looked really neat. And I knew that like I knew that a dragon was gonna die and I, obviously because in the beginning of the episode I see three dragons yeah. and then I'm like oh okay like one of these dies and I know that Daenerys kind of attributes it as to being a sacrifice that she made for mm-hmm. john in a weird way like <laughs> later she uses that as like a like in later episodes she says like you know like i you know i forget if she was like mad it was like did she attribute i it? think I she know. gets bitter about yeah especially after she loses her second dragon and then she's down like she's like okay well one that's not well now i'm down two i think she gets a little a little bitter about all the things yeah. happened in the past did had they said i'm trying to remember in directional had had she said she'd had three dragons before like did you know she had three before this episode yes okay so you yeah s- i knew that there was another one that had died because she had mentioned it in this other episode okay. i think when she was I talking to john and john was yeah i couldn't remember i didn't know if that was like new like oh shit there's three of them here yeah 
and then i knew that the ice king would have had to have turned the dragon Mm -hmm. so that was like that's what's weird about this episode too was that um i i noticed something new where like when i'm see i i say this a lot in episodes Mm -hmm. i'll be like wow they're really trying to they're really trying to make the audience feel like this character is gonna die yeah and it's funny because i don't get to experience it as obviously as written Mm -hmm. because it's supposed to make you really scared that you know like your favorite person's gonna die and that happens a lot in this episode with uh what's the with it happens with torment yeah torment so torment almost dies like multiple times and he's Mm -hmm. been being threatened i mean the the season literally ends with him obviously dying but not really yeah he's not dead this, yeah um so they keep like really teasing that and then they tease john dying like multiple times yeah there was a lot of john white die again that just doesn't doesn't pan out and that happens over and over and over again yeah i have i have this 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 theory that john just really really wants to die and he's trying <laughs> his best to die Kill me. and he just he just can't just can't get killed no matter how hard he tries yeah um let me think okay so oh but yeah so what i noticed is i'm like noticing what the show is doing to like sort of capture those moments Mm -hmm. because i'm not emotionally invested yeah because you know you know know so i know that torment's not gonna die and torment there's this moment where the i noticed that the battle with the zombies on the ice Mm -hmm. is all with no music up until Tormund almost dies oh and then the music takes over because it's like suddenly like the show knows that everyone was like holding their breath that whole time Mm -hmm. because they thought they were about to see Tormund die Mm -hmm. and then the music picks up and then it makes it feel like the show starts to make you feel like there's no hope because like yeah. everything's coming around them and it's Close, just and circles it, literally closing it does in. like that uh zoom in zoom in and the music gets muffled and john's like it's just he's just like spacing out because he's just like this is it. yeah the hope the hopeless feeling yeah. that's supposed to convey, convey and now, to you. yeah it's kind of fun because i can like in a weird way i can like learn from some of these like musical moments because i'm just like oh okay that's what they're doing here that's interesting like you know if See, i were to be working on this like would i have wanted to put music in there the whole time mm-hmm. and then like some you know i mean like maybe the composer was like i need to like score this whole thing and then like the director's like you know like actually like i feel like it'd be cool if it was quiet mm-hmm. and it's just like the sound of the battle or something i don't know it's just interesting to think about that like where like whose idea was it to like really punctuate just that one moment with like it's all silent and then now there's music and it's like now you're yeah there's like yeah. some serious emotion happening or i really like i didn't notice that at all um right, and it's, it's interesting to like talk to you who has like a really musical background versus me who just doesn't and like i i never i get i, I get i get the subconscious effect of those cues without ever actually noticing well them. but that's what's weird is i don't know if i would have noticed it like maybe i would because sometimes i am thinking about music and how it's being used in stuff because i'm trying to learn how to be better Mm -hmm. at it but like i normally try not to like think technically when i'm trying to enjoy something so i'm just thinking i'm almost thinking that because i'm watching it backward and because the emotions are stripped there's no way for me to be taken over by the moment Mm. and so i'm gonna be way more likely to just notice like that aspects. because like i was just talking to someone yesterday and i didn't there was someone like was doing a rescoring or like they did like a local rescoring of um 
their uh, No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how did you get a copy of the film without the music? And then he was like, there is no music. And then I and it like blew my mind because I realized there is no musical score in the whole movie. And that's just how that movie is. And, wow. it like, and I like respected it like that much more after I found that out because I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie like twice and I've never noticed never noticed that. it. Yeah. So it's like that's pretty insane yeah that's like that that's a really bold decision just be like yeah there's gonna be no music in this yeah film. like yeah like if you don't need yeah if you pull off like something like that and that's where like yeah watch it listening to this moment and it works you know because it's like you're just so invested in just like and there's a moment before that even with the ice bear or the the dead bear yeah. where it's like it's like really visceral it's like all you hear is just this dude like grunting because he's like getting bit and he's like sort of just it's just like really kind of hard to hear yeah it's, it's, it's just like very human instead of it being like a feeling like a production it's like not it's, like yeah it's, it's different than like the normal swords clashing off of swords type of yeah type of combat that the show likes and there's to do. not like music just blasting the whole time or mm-hmm. something like you're just literally hearing this guy like try not to die from this giant bear mm-hmm. there's a lot of <laughs> Um, issues I have with this episode in this season, but one thing consistent through through Game of Thrones is like they know how to create an atmosphere and like attention and like they, I don't think I've ever had a problem with like the directing or the sound or yeah any of the act like it's just been yeah solid and like that's that's a real testament to that I think like that just that the this like the bear scene was just really fucking cool yeah. on top of that <laughs> that was awesome it like just it was just kind of like there was no pl- it was just really a fucking cool thing to do and yeah. i, I kind of appreciate that hell yeah um next episode fun gendry gendry was sold to a witch by the mm. um oh yeah let's let let's get into it here. by what like the i th- he said you sold me to the witch and he was talking to um, like the people that he was walking yeah with. i i don't I, I don't I don't think I can explain yeah. this much more. Um, you do know who I think you know who the witch is though. Yeah, the red woman. Yes. Um, the lead. Yeah, the woman that like falls and dies basically yeah. at the end of yeah, the battle. Yeah, she set the fell. yeah all the swords and stuff on. She's fire. like, I'm exhausted. I'm yes. going to recharge was- or something. Like, I don't <laughs> even know. Like, I don't know if she died or if she's just, like, going back to her plane. <laughs> I'll let you piece that yeah. together. Um, but, yes, they're definitely referring to her. Okay. And, yes, um, Gendry did get, get sold to her. Interesting. And I wonder why and for who. And, yeah, it was, like, you guys. Like, it was, like, it's funny because re- his reaction seems pretty casual. For Like, yeah, of course we did. That <laughs> makes sense. Like, quit whining. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, geez, like, you guys sold me. Yeah, um, he's like, they would have killed me. And the one's like, oh, they didn't. So, you know, we're not in trouble anymore. John, there's like some bit where Jorah and John are talking. Yes. And there's a lot of that. Like jo- Jorah seems like Jorah just re-entered the world or something. Like literally just got brought back to life or something. Because they mentioned mm-hmm. that both Jorah and John have been brought back by who I think is probably the Red Woman, but I'm not sure yet. Like it, it's like someone is bringing people back to life. <laughs> yes. And um. It, it, yeah. I'll let you go through there. Um. They were they talked about um. Jorah's dad a lot and you've not yeah. met him yet and john's fa- father yeah too. oh yeah you haven't met because john's father well, at this at this point who john thinks is his father yeah you know that like it's not yeah, his, it's not his, not his real dad father yeah not my real dad you know um, my dad so yeah like they talk about yeah these two characters that, that you've not not seen and they had like a lot of a lot of backwards spoilers here for you 
Yeah, um, they did. Yeah, they, I that, wrote a lot of stuff down. So I have that like Jorah's dad was killed in a mutiny. Uh, John's dad is killed too. Ned, which is John's dad, wanted to kill Jorah. And yeah. Jorah's dad gave John a sword. Yeah, Jorah's dad gave John a sword and then John tried to give it back. And then yes, he's like, Jorah I don't said, deserve it. Jorah said no because he brought shame to his house. Yeah. Is what he, what he said. I've been to that for question time. he must have died at some point. And I'm not sure if that has anything to do with the shame to his house. But he was he had to have died at some point to come back to life. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to so put pencil that in the Jorah. Jorah's also died. Yeah. Okay um john's father was executed um and i'm not I, I, that could be something i know about already but i'm it's like really hard to keep all this stuff in my I'm, mind i'm not sure how much they've talked about it yeah. up to this point um because that's just like that's an that's an assumed thing everyone's operating under yeah i don't know if they needed to mention it before these two well these two characters talking and then sansa and Arya talking later yeah which is my next note it's like Arya and sansa have a talk and um like Arya is talking about how she trained herself and then mm-hmm. Sansa and f- the Lannisters. Oh yeah. So this is where Arya is like, Hey, you killed, you basically are like, you are plotting with the Lannisters to have father killed. And I'm sort of, it's still not clear to me as to what, like, <clears throat> Sansa, why that happened. She, yeah, she seems to feel the, she, she felt pressure in a situation where she couldn't do anything else, but, for this to happen mm-hmm. and aria was gone because she i think she was training to be one of those faceless folks around the same time or something and so she wasn't in the town and that but she actually was she was hiding yeah and she saw the whole thing go down it's probably a real dramatic heartthrob scene or heart swell scene <laughs> but yeah it's like something like yeah, that but then you'll get so, to it so there's like yeah i'm just confused as to like I know that it wasn't her fault and that she was set up. That's what's okay. That's what's so weird about this is the mm-hmm. next episode is the one where Arya and Sansa have what's his name killed. Uh, yes, the next episode is where they have Littlefinger killed. It's to do with killed. this. It's to do with this argument yes, that they have. But I never saw a moment in this episode where Arya figured it out. So, like, what the hell? Um, ha, ha. or did she already know it at this point even? And that's why she gives her the sword back. I the think, dagger. I think she knows it in, in the last scene, um, or in, in this in, episode. Yes. Um, the last one we said, I think, I, I think she's gotten it figured out. Um, in that moment she figured it out or she figured it out. I think she out. had it figured out before that. Okay. I was um, going to say, I hope I see a moment where I understand that Arya understands. Cause right. Like so far I haven't seen anything that shows that Arya has figured out that this other guy like framed Sansa or like it has been manipulating. Yeah. Um, I just haven't seen that. And I, I, I've not watched the episode prior to this to get some like context clues yeah. into what, has tipped her off at the episode before that. I um, hope. I, I hope, really, I really need to watch seasons four before it comes, I watch them backwards. Though, cause, yeah, it would really bum me out because I'm. I just don't like. I didn't see a turning point in this episode. Yeah, and and I'm like, so wait, and so, I, I can't help you. I don't know. Yeah. So um, like Arya, yeah, in this but, episode. But Ar- we'll, we'll we'll get back to when we get to that other scene um, of a, of like a moment where like you can tell that she that she knows that like 
or she did something. She, she's trying to tip, tip Sansa off too, but I don't think it really works. Um, yeah, we'll, yeah, it just we'll makes her that. confused. She's yeah. just like, wait, what? Like, I don't know a <laughs> single thing that just happened. Oh yeah, like, she's she's yeah confused as fuck. All right, so yeah, Sansa, yeah, she's like, I'm sending you a message, but I, it's it's just not <laughs> landing. It's just right over her head. Right over her head. Knights in the Veil. Vale. Um, yes. The Knights in the Veil vale won the Battle of the Bastards, and Sansa yes. lost Winterfell or got Winterfell back. Yes. Um, but more back. And that's all kind of. Spoilers. It all seems sort of related to the whole issue with her, their father being killed, and it's probably all like yep. wrapped up in some sense and maybe that's even how she got winterfell back is some sort of weird trade-off in a way oh well i mean she she became the queen of winterfell because he died mm-hmm. so that's you know there's that but um the, yeah, there's and, a there's a lot of stuff packed into that that will <laughs> that you will have to unpack yeah um as you go the hound was pushed into a fire was some sort of small talk that was mm-hmm. was had and i'm not I'm, I'm i'm interested to know like if that was like an early thing or if i have a feeling it has something to do with his brother <laughs> like is that it's like is that why he's so pissed at his brother it's like fucking you push uh, me in the fire i ouch yeah i don't i don't know say. i don't know how much to yet to yeah. give away to you for that um but yeah keep 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 in that keep in that line of thought um the red woman bought brought jan back in jorah too i mean that's what i've written i'm Um, I'm assuming it's the red witch or whatever but that you know yeah i I um, can't know that yeah um the one he's talking to that scene is not jorah it's barrick are you talking about the one that got brought back six times yeah who's that that's barrick barrick is the other barrick is the one that got um killed in the battle of winterfell he had like all the christ imagery oh shit murdered he's got uh, the eye patch yeah he's got the eye patch he's talking about him and jorah as if they're interchangeably they are they are definitely not um but they say thoros has brought him back to life six times now thoros thoros yes yeah because i i I went to write that name down and then i did i couldn't catch it and then i didn't have the ability to pause today so i was like ah shit that's rough um yeah thoros he um thoros is the one that dies he gets he gets extra mauled by the bear and dies on the uh wait thoros brought him back yes and he's the one that dies by the bear damn so that's why when the hound goes um they killed your priest um this is your last this is your last life so the priest yes he's Thoros the one the priest and brings so there's, people back like yes yeah, so there's there's yeah it's like a class yeah. the, the priest With class gets the revive class. skill okay revive spell and um so far both the red woman and thoros have that spell that's what okay this brings me to a really big point that i wrote in my notes earlier mm-hmm. was that there seems to be like this strange like there is magic yes and there are creatures like dragons but yet people aren't sure that like the undead could be and then like people are seem weird about gods and stuff like like people are sort of like they don't really think that they exist sometimes Mm -hmm. and but i'm like how could you be skeptical if there are priests who can heal people so like why is this and i don't i don't know again it's, it's so difficult going backwards for spoilers i think this is like basic lore stuff so i can I can give it to you. So, like the the Game of Thrones world, and you you aren't seeing it because you're watching it backwards. Is a very like low low magic fantasy setting. So yeah. the like 
you're you're in the ending of like the main plot so you're seeing all of these fantasy magic elements come together whereas the normal people in the world are not used to these magical elements happening um okay. the priests that can revive people are not common yeah you've seen two of them because we're now into plot plot armor plot yeah heavy I... territory the dragons are new it knew it no they're coming back they're coming back to the world this is so th- these are all v- things people have not they're not used to which is why they're skeptical of these other magical things they're not used to magic magic is not a common occurrence yeah i get the sense that for some reason i get the sense that it almost seems as if it's because of like the region either the region they're in but there's also this like that we we talked about like the climate stuff like mm-hmm. last episode like was is pretty heavy and it, it almost feels like there's like this anti-industrialist uh sentiment that's going on with some of the conversations in some of the episodes i've seen where they're yeah. like they're like yeah it's a like people like r- are walking into a big city and they're like i don't know i don't know what it's like so what's so great about it you yeah know? i think martin cribbed that a bit from from tolkien very yeah. anti-industrial and also like i think his favorite author so it's a little it seems obvious at this point pulls, pulls it in yeah but yeah so it <laughs> seems as if they're I'm 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 like wondering if there's that reason too that maybe like if you're from like maybe if you're well Cersei wasn't that's not true because yeah Cersei wasn't seem didn't seem to be very used to seeing dragons yeah like, um, there's it's just like a lot of people who are like very for the most part this isn't a regional thing I think it's just like it's, it's just like an ant in a forest kind of thing where like they might not ever see a human yeah because there are just so few of them and yeah it's like such yeah. a big yeah um okay or at least at least these these particular instances of of magic and uh, that you're seeing is not commonplace in westeros okay um Tyrion and daenerys are talking and mm-hmm. um this is like there's some more there's more going on in this episode that makes me think i want to double down on what i was thinking about in the previous episode where i was saying that i don't think john and daenerys have been a thing yet like, like this episode still seemed as if they hadn't really quite talked about their interest in each other yet. Like because because there was a yeah. moment where Tyrion was like, John obviously likes you, and she's just like, He do? Yeah. Like Yeah, yeah she so, says she says John isn't in love with her. Yeah. So I got the sense like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like that's happened yet, which is definitely a shocker to me. I kind of assumed just with the they, they were the speed in which things happened yeah i just kind of assumed that they had been together for a while and i'm almost even getting the weird sense that john is very new to daenerys like i'm like i'm like wondering if it's like in the next couple seasons or something or even mm. this season that they meet for the first time because i'm like this seems really weird like i they don't seem to be that like they seem close they don't seem because she even said in this episode, she calls him this Jon Snow. And then Tyrion was like, this Jon Snow. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's just her trying to distance herself from, from this the new, idea from this that person. she could like him. And so she's like mm. trying to convince Tyrion that that's not the case because she can. she's calling him this Jon Snow as mm-hmm. if he's like just some other Some rando dude. Yeah, yeah. And not, not yeah. the special boy we all know and love. Yeah. So yeah let me see <laughs> um can't be yeah Tyrion right here is kind of like expressing his fear of like what daenerys can be and what she should be and yeah and it's very much like you 
like you're trying to why do you, like why do you just want to burn the place and like you're just going to be like every other tyrant and you're trying to break yeah. the wheel like this doesn't line up yeah this is sort of this is sort of foreshadowing the the branches that she could take yeah it's it's them trying to go like oh you know she's capable of burning old city to the ground um yeah keep that in your brain like that's that. so I think weird I, I think what that like this scene is trying to impart because he talks a lot about restraint yeah. And she seems very resistant to restraint. Well, and then she he he even gave her an out and was like, "Yeah, you were acting under impulse with this other thing mm-hmm. uh, where you killed a man and his son." Do you know who that man? You you know who that man? The son is uh, Harley's. Oh, Sam's. Yeah, it's Sam's, Sam's dad, dad and brother. Yes, and brother. Yeah, so I do know that. I didn't connect the dots, um, but that makes sense. Um, so this is one of those like even Tyrion knows that was a little so like it wasn't like Sam overreacting because of it was his you know family Tyrion's like yeah maybe you shouldn't have done that yeah and she's like I didn't act under impulse though she was like that that's what needed to happen in this mm-hmm. moment so it's like oh okay cool you're gonna kill everyone then yeah which I was like bef- like before again watching this over and and backwards as well I'm sort of like ah this this seemed very rushed but it's like oh no they were putting things in here i guess I, I i guess i can't give them more credit than i than i was in the past they were putting like, things in there but it does still seem pretty late it, it like, is it's still like, it's like two episodes before right yeah okay maybe end. maybe i should i I, yeah. I rescind the credit that i gave them. yeah it's a little <laughs> it's a little kind of thrown really, together because yeah. like especially when i see yeah i don't know just like how even just in this episode how devastating the zombies are and like how just the smaller group would could like overcome like the you know like some of the biggest heroes in the mm-hmm. currently like living in the show and and it needed it like a dragon had to show up to have any kind of hope yeah. but yet the, the the dead king could take out a dragon with one yes. swoop and so it's like how, how how does how do you go from that to like a giant battle where those things don't happen again it's it seems like this show has these these two seasons have like a rule of he only hits once or like (laughs) you you only hit a dragon once like you succeed in killing one but you can't get the rest because that would just be op or something yeah Yeah, it's like because like later with the big ships that takes one down yeah it's like it hits one and then it misses the rest it's one of those like but that's also daenerys was kind of like ready for the next one and so it's, it's literally a mirror though did you notice that Mm -hmm. that like the dragon he takes out the one dragon and then he goes to do the same thing with her to to her main dragon and and she she is able to dodge it and then like later the exact scenario happens with the boats yeah one gets hit and then daenerys is like oh crap i gotta pay attention they they also both have this this thing in common where the scenarios are totally didn't have to happen and don't really make sense as to why they're going on that's i actually wrote How, down too i was like why did john why did they have to go and see these things yeah and then and then like daenerys I, was like i she holds it against him later she's like I we do. shouldn't have been there my my answer to that is like why did they have to go on like what, what i call the white hunt why did they have to go grab one of these zombies and bring them back yeah and watching it backwards with everything in mind which i'm also enjoying watching it backwards too. i'm picking up stuff <laughs> Yeah. It's interesting, like putting it in the context of back to front instead of front to back. Yeah, um, I'm like, oh, this is this is only a plot thing to make the dragon happen. This is just to get just an to idea. get an ice dragon. Yeah, like it was like, okay, they wanted an ice dragon. <laughs> they like they needed a way to break the wall down. Yeah. What's cool with an ice dragon? We need to give them an ice dragon. How do we do that? 
we'll have them all go north of the wall in some dumbass capture thing. Yeah. And then she'll come to save them. Dragon S Machina, and then they lose one. Dragon S Machina. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's just like they're like, oh, we're gonna die. How do we get saved? Dragon X Machina. <laughs> That's the show title. <laughs> it's not walkie-talkie anymore. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Let's see. Thank you. I worked, I worked hard on that. You're like, I wrote notes. I wrote I, like, notes. refined that title I, yeah. over. I, I, I refined that I joke. Work, I workshopped that. <laughs> you, you said it around the house a couple times, couple times. And like Elena laughed and Jim yeah. was like, huh, yeah, that's good. I got to, I got Jim to blow, to blow um, some air out of his nose, which is how I know Jim likes something. <laughs> um let's see daenerys killed people just oh yeah yeah so that there's that um who who will serve after yeah there's all this whole like who will serve yeah. after you and she's just like really put off by the question like i'm never going to die i think i think she's yeah, really just, she's really upset that he's asking this like question before she's even queen like, yeah she's just very and she also feels pissy about that well and she also seems to she has to worry about people like betraying her and she's mm -hmm. there's been this theme even in like later episodes of like is Tyrion like trying to pull something on her mm -hmm. um which just seems which weird. turns out to be kind of kind of found it he does he does pull found something on her. because he's sane yeah and she's yeah. crazy yeah it's like it's like oh yeah yeah it's like she thinks that she's doing she thinks that she's like legitimate in what she's doing and where yes. she's going and so she feels like this is like you know Tyrion's just like another bad guy that's just trying to screw her over yep. but it's it's like actually, he's not no, he's like you're yeah. insane and you're like gonna he was legitimately trying to help her right up until right up until the end he's, yeah yeah he's a very loyal person he's just not crazy yes so he's like oh that's where my loyalty ends um and then the undare uh, yeah basically the whole episode is just like constant walking and talking until the undead bear and then it's just like a constant action yeah then it hits um, then it's some five points some guy dies uh there was a lot of red shirts that died in this fight yeah um and then baelish and sansa have a conversation yes um mm, 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 there's a letter mm. they pass around um or letter they're talking about yeah um have you they didn't show you i need to stop watching the previous leons as well okay they, like, they go they, they tell you what's coming up in the episode in case you forgot which I know you're not watching, so I need to stop watching. Yeah, they didn't show you the letter or its contents, did they? In this episode, the, well, the one that they're they're referencing in this scene. Mm, no, is this the letter? Okay. This isn't the letter where she's invited to see Cersei. No, this is an, a letter that she. No, wait. This is, you, is this different than the one that Arya has too? This is the one that Arya has. Yes. Oh yeah. So it, it did. She read it. Okay. Arya reads it okay it, did she does she not read it in full i think she does she like reads it I, to i can't remember she reads it to um to sansa and then sansa's like oh shit you know like yeah like i know i know what it says i wrote mm -hmm. it but i was forced to whatever yeah okay um, but yeah so Arya, yeah baelish is just like Arya won't betray you but you know maybe if you're worried get brienne to intervene mm-hmm um, he's just like very slowly like trying to turn the two or something. Mm -hmm. It's a clever way too because it doesn't seem like he's into the idea, but he's like, you, you could do that. It doesn't yeah. seem like a good idea, but <laughs> yeah, you could you could get Brienne to take her out if you needed to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I later I learned that the, if you kill the blue frost boss, his group dies. Yes, it's a weak it's, point. 
it's, it's a, like a it's sort of a yeah it's, it's a phantom menace type of type of plot device you take out the control ship and all the doors so my shut question down. is why did the one survive and and i'm like you know what that means it's not necessarily a plot hole that just no. means that that one was turned by something else and it yes. got lost that's a fucking idiot zamboni yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, like a I'm dumb zombie supposed to be yeah. everyone dies around him and he's just like uh, oh shit! <laughs> he's like, he's like, I thought I was with my group. Like, I, I like, I want, I want to, I want, like, maybe if you watch the episode again, you can see it like freaking out in the background, about ready to explode, and then it doesn't, and then it's like, oh no, oh, I'm in the wrong. <laughs> well, shit, where did my group go? Where'd my Where's ice my man puppy? happen off to? Yeah. All look the same to me. Yeah, like yeah, because Sarah was like, "What? Why didn't that one blow up?" And I'm like, "Because plot needed to move <laughs> along." And then I was like, "Wait, no!" Like, like this, it the can, only the it only, can be both things. The only logical explanation for it, if you're trying to be like into the show, yeah. is that he was literally lost and like, with the yeah. wrong party, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like i didn't know they could pick up stragglers oh and but like yeah like what a bummer day it's just like it's like i'm not even supposed to be here and then he gets like pinned to a dragon I know, and he's yeah like, he's kidnapped back. and yeah t- took him all the way south he's like man i like the snow i want to be down here yeah that's uh, poor little, poor little zamboni <laughs> but, um yeah that's that but do 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 Sansa, this is when Sansa gets the invitation to the King's Landing, and I'm not really sure why. I'm I'm confused as to the purpose of the invitation because I always got the sense that Sansa. Oh, Cersei wants Sansa's help. No, Daenerys wants Sansa's help to go to King's Landing, and fight after winter after the Battle of Winterfell. Um, Daenerys is trying to convince Sansa to take her troops and go help yes. fight Cersei. So I'm confused as to like what this letter is. Yeah, like why is okay, Cersei no, inviting is, Sansa? This is the one they don't explain. I'm like, I know they didn't explain one letter. This is the one you'll learn about why oh, okay. she's going down yeah. later episodes. And Dene- uh yeah, it was just confusing because I like all I know about them is that they don't get along. Mm-hmm. Um and then and then yeah, and Sansa's kind of reacting the same way as I am. She's just sort of like it seems like a trap or something. Yeah. Um, so she sends. She's, she's very skeptical of anything Cersei asks her to do. And then she sends uh, Brienne in a very like mean yeah. way. That, and then she feels bad about it. She's like, yeah. was I hard on her? And this is sort of why um, I think they're both kind of realizing. I think like this is one of the tells. That they're both kind of realizing that Baelish is a slime bomb, like are manipulating them. Yeah. Because he says you should send. You should make Brienne get in the middle of you two to protect you. And, 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 and she Brienne's literally like, what the hell? And she literally sends Brienne away. Yeah. Oh. So she sends her away from Winterfell. Like. Oh, that's a good point. Like I'm not. I'm not going to involve Brienne in this. So I'll oh. make sure this 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 piece of his ploy goes away. So Sansa and Arya are figuring it out at the same time. That's I what I got think. the sense that like. I got the sense earlier on with the later episode that like Arya figured it out, told Sansa, and then they were like, "All right, let's get her." But you know, it like, could, like, and that's it, what I was waiting for in this episode. I was waiting for the moment to be like, "Yeah, Arya breaks it." Like, I think Baelish is screwing us over, and here's I, why. I think this is one of those audience in suspense type of things where you're okay. supposed to use like the context clues to figure. Like one of the yeah. parts of episodic television, it's like, "Oh, we got to keep the audience guessing as to what's going on." This is one of those, yeah, because you don't they don't reveal it until the next the next week. This is like them guessing will Arya and Sansa try to kill each other. Yeah, and this is a way of cluing the viewer into like, no, no, she won't. 
this is a big moment with Daenerys. Um, she says something like, basically Tyrion, she wants to go help Jon and yeah. them, and Tyrion's like, don't do it. Yeah. Um, like, this seems bad. Yeah, Tyr- Tyrion had a really good idea right there. Yeah, <laughs> as he usually does. <laughs> and then Sansa's, or yeah, Daenerys is like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. And then she said something like, she referenced a previous occurrence, she's, yeah. and she's like, you... You, you didn't want me to do something then and it didn't work out very yes. well and so I'm not going to not do anything again yeah. I'm not I'm not doing she, nothing again Tyrion argued for her to not do something before and it bit her in the ass and she's like I'm not going to listen to your advice about inaction okay yeah so that's interesting I'll think about that um yeah let's see Uncle Benjen saves yeah so Uncle Benjen um just comes out of nowhere <laughs> Yes, and this is like a literally out of nowhere. It's funny because sort of... because I because um because I viewed this backward. This yeah. is like the Deus Ex Machina of the episode for me. Yes, this is because Engine Ex Machina. Because literally the a character I've never like that's what's like. I think this is what's so funny if like people could watch me watch the show <laughs> because I'm just like what like this isn't there's no logical explanation for some random character that i've never met like in a normal viewing of a show if if a random character rode up saved the hero and like sacrificed his body and then it's like run away like it would be the most bizarre like outlandish thing but like in this scenario it's like it makes perfect sense to whoever's watching it forward but like it, like to me it's just like what the hell <laughs> like who is this yeah, yeah who's this asshole? literally out of nowhere <laughs> to do it um yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was very shocking another shock of this episode comes pretty quickly after this oh yeah no this is and um, it is the bag of faces the bag of faces i like it because you and sansa are in the exact same position here yeah as like as like people like what the fuck are these yeah and like that's a good point and like i think i think that's really funny because she has this this bag of faces and this she talks about like this sort of like superpower that she has that you that we never see her use again which is really interesting i i think it's really funny that you are both in the same position you watching the show from back to front because i've never seen her use it this is a power they've established that she has that she doesn't use again so you're just like what yeah i'm very like that's a good point it's a good it's good to show that like the writing was solid on that part then because like my yeah my reaction was exactly sansa's like like what the fuck what 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 are these well because first of all they they look anachronistic to the time and and i don't mean that in like a trying to make fun of the production but it's just it's jarring and so and i don't and i don't mean that as yeah i'm not saying it's a flaw i think Mm -hmm. like it's literally jarring because it doesn't look like something that could exist in the world. Yes, and I and think Sansa's like it'll what? make it'll make more sense as you keep watching and figure out yeah. what those how those work. Yeah, why they like sort of behave or why they look so they out look of place, kind of rubbery, and like they look almost manufactured in a way that yeah just doesn't make sense. Yeah, because it's. And yeah, Sansa's just like, I've seen a ghost. Like, I don't know what I'm looking at. This is very (laughs) fucking weird. And I'm like, I'm there with her. Like, like, what? Yeah, you're in the exact same, exact same position. Um, So yeah, she got them. She says training um, to be a faceless man in Bravos. So that's something you have to look forward to is what, what does that mean? Okay. Why does she have a bag of faces? Yes. Um, And I'm going to explain like nothing else beside that because I think that's a really interesting, interesting point. 
Yeah, um, I wrote that down. Bravos and like faceless men collects faces, disguises herself, that type of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll because you'll 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 see how they work, and it might make a little bit more sense. So she was probably in someone else's face or body when she was experiencing her father getting killed. It's possible. It's kind of like what I'm guessing because I, I I imagined it as her just being like sort of cloaked. Mm-hmm. But now, but now I'm like, oh yeah, she was probably yeah. She could have been like some weird. Like I'm wondering, is she gonna look like a real different person, or is she gonna look like someone wearing a fucking <laughs> face? Because like that is horrifying. I really don't want to see someone who looks like they're wearing someone else's face. I need, I need to go back and find out what episode that what she gets the power, like? so I can sort of I can I can yeah picture how you're gonna take that. Um, There's another important part of this scene where she like. They find it they start asking they start talking to each other and she wants to play something called the game of faces oh, what yeah. do you remember about the game of faces it's like it it's different is it similar is it similar to baelish's game no ba- baelish's game is sort of foreseeing what people will do yeah his game is sort and of trying to do intuition his is like hers is about lies yeah so the game of faces is it's like you you ask the another person a question Another person lies to you and you try to make the lie sound like truth. Wait, Another- wait. So I ask you a question and then you lie to me, but it sounds like truth. Yes. It's huh. a really, it's a, it's, like, it's, like, it's a game about gauging intentions. Um, okay. Yeah. So it'd be like, if I asked you like, what did you eat for breakfast? Yes. What'd you eat for breakfast this morning? Pancakes. Did you're trying like, to well you're trying to catch a person yeah it's like um, it's, it's, you're trying you're trying to catch catch the lie um and like this is this is important because the, the game doesn't make sense on its face yeah um but it it does in the in the context of the faceless men um huh. which you'll get to but the important thing is she's trying to make a lie sound like truth and trying to get Kasansa to catch her lying oh see i missed i kind of missed that the whole thing yes it it it, it takes a bit of like thinking about like the context of that but the important part is her going, what would it be like to be you? All I have to do is kill you and take your face. And she hands her the dagger being like, I lied to you. I don't want to do that. Oh, that's okay. That that was confusing to me because the, so do you think Santa got that then? A little bit? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, you mean that scene you're supposed to not, um, like not know if Santa is still confused as hell? It looks like she's or, confused, but she also could just be shocked. That's the thing is I, I think based on the way that they both turn around and um turn on Baelish makes you think that like oh they get it they yeah. both understand where okay. they're coming from I I I totally didn't because when I first watched that scene I did that game I was and, confused and, and I was too. like yeah but that makes so much more sense it's pretty cool um it's a really, like it's, it's it's a cool I think it's a really cool way of telling the viewer what they're thinking and how they're doing it out just like having a sit down and talk about it yeah yeah it's a little around the yeah playing around a little bit more mm-hmm. um the only two other notes i have is things we've already talked about kind of like i have that daenerys is called dan danny or danny by um by john mm-hmm. and it's sort of like this moment where you see that they're like in into each other yeah um and then uh yeah they like hold each other's hands for like an extended period of time and then like pull away it's very like obvious that this is like a couple maybe the first time that they've like put any of this type of emotion out like physical Mm -hmm. um and then 
And then it just shows the uh, the dead king bringing back Turning the, the dragon. dragon. And then I had the note I wrote was who. T- <laughs> this is pretty generic. It's just like it was just a funny thing. I thought I was like, who turned the dead king? Because like someone points to the dead king and they were like, he turned all of them. So kill yeah. him. Like someone says that I forget. Yeah. To where where he came from. And I'm just like, who turned like who watches the Watchmen? Like who <laughs> who turned the dead king? And then yeah, it's like, so is this like some sort of god or is it, you know, like some creation or yeah, mm-hmm. it's just so weird. It's like an elder god or something. It's like a you, yeah. you may or may not learn that. Yeah. Coming up. I won't, I won't tell you too much. Yeah. Okay. Well that's it. That's all my notes. Let's do let's do this one because I think this will be fun. Who do you think Uncle Benjamin is? Besides besides John's uncle, why is he riding around on a horse with a flaming mace north of the wall? Yeah, that seems weird. Because it does seem weird. he, yeah, it, it, like he appears to me as as if he is like a guardian angel. <laughs> like it was like it was like John had like a, a one up. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I have this one up. I could use this." Like I forgot about that power. It was like, <laughs> like in Zelda, like he John had completed a temple before that gave him the power to like yeah, get yeah, the help one. of Benjen <laughs> at a one moment of of need. Um, I don't know because it seems really dangerous to be wandering around. So I have a yeah. feeling he was maybe sent to save him. I'm not sure if he sent himself via like some sort of vision, like mm-hmm. he saw that John was in trouble, like maybe John and him have some sort of connection. Like, I don't know. You, th- you think some someone or something sent Foresaw, him to save John? Yeah, it was like foreseeing this moment. And so Benjen, but in Benjen, like obviously would sacrifice himself for John. Mm-hmm. So there's like some serious loyalty going on there okay um so maybe yeah maybe he is some some sort of like guardian like almost like brienne is the guardian of like sansa and uh and uh aria okay i don't know i'll take that i like that answer john's dad aria's dad sansa's dad Mm -hmm. um ned stark is his name has been has been executed um they said in this episode it was for treason what do you think ned's treason was why did the Lannisters want to kill him? What did he do? And John, well, John's John's dad. John's not real. Thinks, dead. yeah, he thinks this he's his dad. I don't know anything about him. Wild, wild guess. Why do you think the Lannisters would would murk this dude? Lannisters remind me of the Lannister family. Who's related? Tyrion, Tyrion, Jamie, Jamie, Cersei. They're a bunch of assholes. Yeah, yeah. Um. Maybe he was trying to overthrow. Um, maybe he was trying to trying to get the Iron Throne. Um, okay, so you think you think he personally was going for the Iron Throne? Yes, I think he he tried to. Yeah, he tried to overthrow um, Cersei or something. Okay, um, and so she had to, to had to do it because okay. she seems to be willing to kill to anyone. To yeah. Nothing personal, kid. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, and because you've you've talked about this, I don't know. Well, maybe three, maybe four questions. You 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 said that you're not sure when John and Daenerys have met. How many 
How many more? How many episodes prior to this do you think it was? Weirdly, I'm getting the feeling it's like the end of this previous season or something. The like end of the, season six. Yeah, because like I, I get the feeling that like people have known Daenerys maybe separately and like John separately, like different mm-hmm. storylines or something, and then they meet up or something. I don't because John, I have a feeling, has been in this show for a long time. Um, and I don't think I think that's guess. more of a yeah, I think it's more of a spoiler in, in, in that like people have talked about John for a long time or something. Mm-hmm. So I just get the sense that he's been an old character. Oh, that's, maybe Daenerys has too. I'm not sure. That's a really interesting thought about backwards spoilers because like I when I arrange characters in my head, I know which ones are like the main characters from the start of the show, but I forget that you don't. <laughs> I don't know who's and new. You, and you don't know who's new and who's not. Yeah. So that's a really interesting interesting point is you don't know if John and Danny are newer characters or older characters. Yeah, weirdly Ooh, enough. That's yeah, fun. It's like, I don't know. But I, I definitely do get the sense that like they can't have known each other for very long. Okay, so you're going to say like the end of season six, so like they've known each other for two seasons or... Yeah. I think it's six this was eight so 14 episodes total yeah okay how do you think we did on our first chrysalis chrysalis episode chrysalis episode yeah um, dad dad wasn't here to guide us pretty good <laughs> pretty good uh i i don't really like chris chris and i have like um there's like a i always get the sense that I think like Chris has a good way of giving me a sense that I'm maybe onto something, but without telling me anything. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to do that. And he's, si- <laughs> and he's silent too. Like he'll just be sitting there and I'll just be he like, he has a really good stare down, but I'm like, am I, I must be way off or maybe I'm getting there. And then I'm like, and then I probe, you know, and I, it's mm-hmm. just hilarious. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how he's like held it <laughs> together for as long as he has. What happened last episode, Kurt? I usually make up almost all of this as I'm recording it later. <laughs> That's fine. Do it. Like, do what you do. And sometimes, sometimes I'll try to riff. Uh, I like tell Chris a little bit of like what I'm thinking. Like I definitely think that. Um, Previously on Game of Thrones, John wakes up from a nightmare about the dead king and says to Daenerys, we gotta go find one of them Zambonis and show it to Cersei so maybe she could help us. Cut to Cersei and she's scheming to get Sansa to come over and hang out so she sends a raven. Cut back to Daenerys and she's like, that seems like a bad idea so yeah, go for it. Meanwhile, Uncle Benjen is uh, hanging out in his hermit cave and he receives a distress beacon from Bran that says something like, Jon Snow is in trouble. He knows just what to do so he rides off into the cold night with his horse and a metal flame ball thingy. 